The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Sim Trainer. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to this scorching hot Saturday afternoon broadcast to Shoot from the Up. I'm Jeff Pedro, in with Mark Avery, and I'm so glad to be in this wonderfully air-conditioned studio after working outside last evening and much of uh, this morning. Um, It's nice to cool down in the studio, and for the next hour, I'm just going to relax, and I hope that uh, we can talk about some things that you're interested in. Remember, this show is all about guns, anything gun-related. Um, anything you might have on your mind, if you're thinking about buying a gun, if you're thinking about training, uh, you think about world events, we're going to talk about some events. Uh, be sure to call us here at the studio at 457-1290. That's 457-1290, and we'd be more than glad to talk with you. Uh, Sim Trainer is located at 2031 Dryden Road in Moraine, right across the street from DPNL. You can visit us on the web at www.sim-trainer.com, or you can give us a call at 937 293 3914, and we'd be more than glad to discuss with you uh, any of your firearms-related needs or interests. I want to start off today's show by uh, extending our condolences and thoughts and prayers to the family members, co-workers, um, the community in Annapolis where the uh, horrific incident this past week where a crazed gunman uh, shot his way into a news uh, headquarters, similar to the headquarters we're sitting here today and um, ended up killing uh, five individuals. Apparently, uh, again, we've gotten uh, bits and pieces of information, but apparently um, his motive had something to do, at least the information that's been been released up to this point, is that he had a beef with that particular uh, um, group of, uh, or that newspaper, because he had been involved in a libel lawsuit, which he apparently lost in the last few years. Uh, The incident, I think, originated way back in 2011, um, there was uh, something decided in 2015, and then um, uh, most recently there apparently was an appeal or something in the courts that he ended up losing, and that apparently provoked him. We don't know what his actual motivation was. We maybe w- won't know his motivation. And I, and I want to just mention that in this particular case, um, relative to the prosecution, we hear on a daily basis law enforcement uh, spokesmen giving updates as to the investigation. Um, if they gave us no more information, um, we wouldn't uh, really need to be concerned because the information they have, if it's accurately reported as it's been to this point, they have a case that's pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered, and except for the possibility that uh, um, he may be able to get a psychologist to say that he was um, under such a mental state that he was mentally incompetent, uh, maybe he could avoid the death penalty. Uh, it's very likely he's going to spend life in prison, if not get the death penalty. And I'm, I'm not aware about Maryland law, whether or not they uh, have implemented and or uh, uh, utilized the death penalty in recent years. But uh, suffice is to say that the evidence that we know up to this point is sufficient for them to uh, make a case and go forward with the case, whether or not he cooperates. They talked about um, somehow there were, there were uh, what we now have been told by officials was fictitious report that he sometime, somehow altered his fingerprints um, so that it would be hard for him to be identified. He didn't have an ID with him. And uh, I, I think some of that was just the news people looking for things to report so they could report something. Um, it just absolutely amazes me because uh, – um, based on the facts we know here, um, there were plenty of eyewitnesses. Um, they've already, uh, according to the reports, they've traced the gun uh, back to him. He purchased the firearm. He surrendered to the police once they arrived in a very short period of time, confronted him. So uh, unless there's something weird out there that we don't know about that we haven't been told, um, there's been enough information already revealed that will pretty much uh, be utilized uh, in the trial process and ultimately the conviction of this individual. On that note, I just want to let you know, we know more about this case already than we know about the Las Vegas incident. Now think about that. 
We know more about the substantial details than we know about the Las Vegas incident because they have refused to release the after-action report in the Las Vegas incident, and they say they're not going to do so until late September or October this year. I've wondered all along why that's the case. Kind of leads me right into my next point. Um, This last week we noticed that uh, uh, Cincinnati and I believe Columbus had uh, uh, implemented legislation to outlaw bump stocks. Well, the Buckeye Farms Association and the Ohioans for Concealed Carry immediately filed uh, um, paperwork with the court to get an injunction against that moving forward um, because the assumption was, on on the one hand, until the incident in Las Vegas, there was no talk at all about bump stocks. And then all of a sudden, Las Vegas happened, and there was an allegation that a bump stock was found on a gun or two there. We don't know to what extent it was used, if at all, in the commission of the crimes. Uh, we've talked already that um, based on the evidentiary photos that have been released since then, the multiple M4 AR or AR-style rifles that were on bipods, um, even if they had bump stocks, it's not likely that they would have worked because of the way that front end of that gun would have to be manually manipulated for the bump stock to work the way it's supposed to. So we don't even know the significance of the bump stocks. Like, yet right after that incident, everybody was talking about, we got to ban bump stocks. Um, and, and to my knowledge, and I, I, I study this pretty seriously, there's not a single other reported incident where a bump stock has been used in a criminal matter other than possibly unlawful discharge in an area where they're not allowed to shoot guns or they're, you know, maybe uh, there's a noise ordinance. There could have possibly been something like that, but I can't imagine any other case because it would have been brought to our attention before this time. Yeah, and we that the uh, initial result of that was uh, that, a court in Franklin County uh, has said that they cannot, um, they, basically a temporary restraining order prohibiting Columbus from enforcing their bump stock ban. So that may still go through several iterations, but initially the answer is the judge saw that there was enough uh, substance there in the complaint to say, no, you can't enforce this. It may not be off the books yet. It may not, we're not having declared it uh, an illegal uh, ordinance because it does, in fact, violate the provisions of uh, of uh, the state having preemption for all firearms laws. But he's not ruling on that specifically. He just said, you can't enforce this law for now. Right. And then if you know that uh, we reported that Governor Kasich, after the Parkland incident, came out with several um, pretty much just modifications or Um, tightening up of existing laws that are on the books. But one of the things he included in there was the outlaw of bump stocks. I mean, the other things like uh, we already have laws, uh, we've talked about this before, about people who are um, subject to protection orders or who are convicted of uh, domestic violence. Those individuals are prohibited from purchasing and or possessing firearms. Well, you know, he made the, an allegation that he was going to do something to try to I- improve that. The only thing he could do to improve make it, it more illegal. Well, the only thing he could do is make sure that that data gets reported on a timely basis, right. so that the, um, uh, the the NICS check would would in fact uh, it would exclude be discovered and it would exclude those individuals. But the rest of the things were pretty much uh, um, just um, super superfluous and they, they didn't have a whole lot to do with anything. And um, but this this bump stock thing um, again, why? And, and I, I think the why is just because it's something that the anti-gun people can hang their hat on with no substance, as is typically the case, no evidentiary documentation to back it. And, um, but I, I wanted to bring that up only because uh, when we talk about how things are going, um, how, how, how our government, you know, directions they're leaning relative to different issues, I talked kind of on a rant last week. I, I just went off, and I apologize if I offended anybody, but it was one of those days where it was just overload for me, and I had to, I had to release. And since this is my show, um, I have the opportunity to do that, and I know my listeners. And it was your show specifically because I was sequestered <laughs> over at the range teaching a concealed carry class, so there was no adult supervision well, for you. Well, I would have told you, Mark, I'd have probably <laughs> duct-taped you to the chair there anyway and, and just told you to push the buttons that every, you need to push. Every so often I have to just kill his microphone so I can get a word in edgewise but yeah Yeah, but um i I want our listeners to know that relative to the annapolis incident um we're not going to give the shooter any time or attention uh let the investigation proceed as it may uh the relevancy to the things we talk about here is um that it's just another example in my professional opinion 
where a good guy with a gun could have minimized and mitigated against the violence that was perpetrated there when a bad guy with a gun shot his way into the facility. Simply locking a door and controlling egress isn't going to stop somebody intent on gaining access. It happened at Sandy Hook where they had locked doors and he shot his way into the uh, the facility by shooting out a, uh, a plate glass window, um, which uh, you probably know bullets. Uh, they go plate through glass, windows. Yeah. yeah, plate glass doesn't stand up well to, to bullets. And that's an unfortunate reality. But uh, people, that I think that, again, I think the big lesson to take away from this is that we need to have armed personnel at these facilities ready, willing, and capable to respond to these crazy acts. Um, in the last several incidents, they've been talking about you know, mental health issues, different types of firearms, uh, what people's motivation is. Um, all of it comes down to the ability to defend yourself against people when they go bad. And, and there's, I mean, the aspect of mental health is an important issue, and we've brought it up many times. It's one of the few things that we might actually do that would help to prevent some of these situations. But the operative portions of that are help and prevent some. And so we know that no matter what we do, you are never going to be able to guarantee 100% prevention. All you can do is guarantee that there is someone there with the capability to stop it. Well, and again, Mark, in this particular case, as in Parkland, there were people who reportedly went to the press or made previous comments that that individual is going to shoot something up and he's going to wreak revenge on somebody with a gun. They 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 claim that they made prior predictions, which again, um, those reports the way will our come society, out. The way, that's true, exactly. But but the point I want to make is our laws are set up that absent action. situation and actions on the part of judges and or courts, there's not much people can do if they have speculation that uh, um, somebody might be the type of person going to shoot them up. Now that's led to some propositions to some very controversial legislation recently right. the the so-called what they call it the red flag right. legislation where they want you to be able to essentially say without much more substance that uh mark next door is kind of crazy he has guns and therefore you should take his guns because he might do something stupid and that is without due process so you Absolutely. don't it's you don't, it's an ex parte proceeding you don't even get the opportunity to defend yourself to place a case to tell that person or to tell the court why that person is wrong or what their background motivation might be suppose there's you know, like swatting you you the police get a report that something bad is going on at a particular location and they respond with a full on tactical response and it turns out that it was a complete fabrication yeah. and you can't just say, well, we're going to ignore reports that bad things are happening. And you also don't want to just go in with guns blazing because you have now seen far too many times when that's happened. And the police are as much a victim of that as the person who's being swatted. Well, the same thing is true with the red flag. Anybody could tell about anyone that they think that there's a problem. And then if a provision goes in that gives the the state authority to restrict your rights in some way, whether it be the possession, violating your, your right to property, violating your right to, the, to possess a firearm, all of those things happen. And, and now you've got a situation where anyone with an agenda can cause someone else grievous harm in many different ways. And that's something that we really need to seriously um, watch out for and make sure that we don't allow those things to occur. All right, we're going to take our first break for the hour. If you'd like to be part of this discussion, please call the studio at 457-1290. That's area code 937-457-1290. We'll get you up on the board and uh, get you in on this discussion as well. This is Mark Avery with Jeff Pedro for Shooting From the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks. Make summer driving a pleasure with a vehicle you'll treasure. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership. 
We urge you to take the Easy Country Drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehlChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale's Chevrolet. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Head in through July 9th and get $60 by mail on a Visa prepaid card when you buy a set of four eligible tires. Plus, use your new or existing Grismer credit card and get up to $100. Claim form required. See your participating Grismer Tire or FirestoneTire.com for details. Limit two claims per household. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Subject to credit approval. Prepaid card issued by the Bancor Bank, member FDIC, and can be used everywhere Visa debit cards are accepted. The Bancor Bank is not affiliated with CFNA. Experience the new Landings of Huber Heights Assisted Living and Memory Care. Formerly Lane Park, the Landings of Huber Heights is proud to be one of the newest members of the Meridian Senior Living family. We're conveniently located near the intersection of Chambersburg and Bell Fountain. We invite you to visit Landings of Huber Heights today. Call 937-236-1800. That's 236-1800. It's not sold in a back alley. It's just the fad that everyone else is doing it. It's available at the corner store. So I have to do it too. But kids who get a hold of it are getting hooked fast. Within a matter of days. We're not talking months. Consumer reporter Rachel Murray shows you why experts say kids are especially vulnerable. This is a drug that we understand is more addictive than heroin. And what you need to look for. They're really easy to hide. They're really small and compact. Adolescent Addicts, Monday beginning at 5 on News Center 7. Hot and humid this afternoon. Temperatures soaring into the low to mid 90s. We'll see our heat index range from 95 to 100. That's how hot it'll feel outside today. Sunshine and just a few fair weather clouds, a little breezy. Tonight, mostly clear, very muggy, dropping down to the 70s. Tomorrow, low 90s again, a little bit muggier. We do have the chance on Sunday for a few pop up showers or thunderstorms, so watch the late afternoon and evening. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. And if you want to get in on today's show, please call us here at 457-1290, 457-1290, and we'll be glad to talk with you. Um, Mark, this last week you had sent me an email relative to an article in the Dayton Daily News where they misstated some information relative to um, stand your ground. Uh, yeah, was, there's current legislation pending that's going to address that issue, but they didn't quite. Yeah, well, what they what the and and props to um, to to uh, Laura Bischoff and uh, Will Garby for posting a correction to the online version of the article. Uh, initially, they had talked about uh, using they had used uh, the situation with Trayvon, uh, Martin. Trayvon Martin and uh, Zimmerman in Florida and indicated that that was a stand your ground issue. And in fact, it was not uh, that uh, the the defense never did, in fact, uh, raise a stand your ground. Apparently, the uh, the the jurors uh, had been re- had received instructions regarding Florida stand your ground law and how that could possibly impact it. But in that particular situation, it really wasn't relevant. And in fact, um, he had been he was in a position where he couldn't have escaped if he had even if he had wanted to. So uh, because of the the nature of that attack and, and where it proceeded at the point where he decided that his last option was to use a firearm that. Uh, meant that stand your ground did not play in that particular case. And uh, that's not how it was originally characterized. Uh, I don't know if there was a correction published in the paper version because I don't normally see that, but uh, they did post a correction online and uh, congratulations. And I'm I'm really, really uh, proud to be part of this organization because that's the kinds of things that uh, when there's information that turns out not to be correct, they do a good job trying to research the information, but my guess is that that information was provided by some of our friends, like maybe Ohio Coalition Against Gun Violence, who have a, a notorious reputation for misrepresenting the facts in order to make their case. And if they were told that this was the situation in Florida and didn't have a third-party information to correct that or to change that or to to, uh, to disagree with that once it got posted— and then I posted a comment and emailed them and said this was wrong. 
that was corrected. And I think, you know, I, that's one of the things that I really do like about being part of this organization and having our, uh, on, in the Cox Media Group, they try to get it right. Yep. Well, Everybody's going to get it wrong sometimes, but, but when they do, they're willing to stand up and say, we posted a correction. Unfortunately, in the Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin case, most of the information that was being released was spun. Yeah. And it was spun with misinformation and centering around the concept of stand your ground and making, they made it sound as if that was a terrible thing and that people should have to do everything they possibly can to avoid confrontation. And some of them even went so far as to say, even if it puts themselves at reasonable risk, they didn't understand the concept. They didn't understand the concept of stand your ground. They're there's people today who are misreporting the current legislation that's going through the legislature that um, has been delayed now a couple of weeks. We're waiting for a decision. Is that House Bill 228? 28. House Bill 228, where one of the provisions has to do with the elimination of the duty to retreat and also um, the, the refocusing of the burden of proof, pushing it onto the prosecutor to prove beyond a reasonable doubt versus uh, making individuals have to sh show that uh, preponderance of the evidence. Which, by the way, Ohio is the only state in the union where that burden of proof currently rests on the person who defended themselves to prove by a preponderance of the evidence, more likely than not, that it was reasonable self-defense. And I don't believe this law even changes that to uh, make the law, uh, to make it so that it is beyond a reasonable doubt, that, that the, the prosecutor would still only have to prove that it was not um, a, a legitimate self-defense by a preponderance of the evidence. But they the still evidentiary have focus shifts from the exactly. individual alleged the, the accused to the to the prosecutor. The burden of proof be. that's right it needs. It, that's where it has. It, that's where it needs to be. That's the that's the basis of jurisprudence in this country, and this is one of those rare situations. And, and there were other states that had that. The last one that I'm aware of was Ohio. Was Arizona. I grew up there as well, and that law changed now. I believe a decade ago. And Ohio is now the last state in the country where it is up to you, the person who was attacked, to prove that you had fulfilled a duty to retreat and that you had met the other requirements for self-defense rather than the prosecutor proving you did not meet those requirements. Well, Mark, you brought up a very good point just a minute ago when you said you're glad to be affiliated with this organization, and I am too. Um, we've had uh, now going on 10 years of uh, a relationship uh, with people who legitimately try to seek the truth. They may get it wrong, but um, the nice thing about being part of the Ask the Experts uh, uh, segment, whether it's us or any of the other people that talk about the other topics, we can provide individuals with accurate information as opposed to what initially gets reported, what people call in about, and we can kind of set the record straight. And that's one thing that we may not have the answer right away, but the nice thing about having you is if somebody calls in, I can say, Mark, get on it right now, and you've got a great great ability to do the research, and you can find out the answer in a short period of time. Well, and, and not just me. We have a team full of people who are willing to support us and um, you know, we, I can't say who all these people are for reasons that uh, they know, but I greatly appreciate when I can get a text message off to someone and get an answer back before the end of class so that when someone has a legal question in the concealed carry class or sometimes during the show, usually that's something that we follow up after with, but we can get right answers from people who really know what the right answer is and can point us to the right place in the code to give us those answers. So thanks to all of them as well. And thank you to our listeners too, because they come. we get several times when people will call in and give us information uh, about something that's being discussed on the show right then because they have, they have uh, relevant knowledge. All right, we're going to take a news break and head out into the News Center. This is Mark Avery with Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 2.30. I'm Damian Burrs with a WHIO news update. With rising temperatures in the Miami Valley, it's now hot. Real hot. A meteorologist Kirsty Zantini hot and humid this weekend, but what about thunderstorms? Your forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic. Not seeing any accidents reported this hour, so your drive times are looking normal across the major highways. Do note, though, at the I-75 northbound and I-70 interchange, there is construction there that has been causing some slowdowns. 
Our top story, an air pollution advisory for the Miami Valley this weekend with extremely hot temperatures and high humidity as well. Those conditions mean that it will feel much hotter than 100 degrees outside. Meteorologist Kirsty Zontini tells us how that works. When you have high temperatures, your body wants to sweat. But when there's a lot of moisture in the air or the humidity is high, it's harder for that sweat to evaporate, and that makes it harder for your body to cool. Kirsty says the temperatures today are expected to peak in the low 90s. She has the exclusive WHIO forecast in minutes. A traffic stop ends with an SUV crashing into a Springfield house. A woman was watching TV when an SUV slammed into her home at Kenton and York Streets. Springfield police, they had tried to pull the vehicle over for speeding, but it took off. Officers tell us they found guns inside that wrecked SUV. WHIO's Amy Frederick says suspected driver Kevin Cragg is facing drug charges and the woman in the vehicle was arrested on outstanding warrants. In Columbus, Governor Kasich signs a bill to overhaul the state's child support system. Senate Bill 125 updates how the state calculates child obligations, including recognizing non-custodial parents who provide health coverage for their kids. Some say the old system is outdated and drives parents responsible for child support to avoid wage garnishments. It's the first major change in the system since 1992. For the first time in over 10 years, the city of New Carlisle will host a fireworks display. The newly elected city council is allocating $10,000 for expenses. The city struggled in the past to come up with enough revenue for a display. WHIO's Ron Otto says events are set for today at Haddock's Ballpark. Now here's a look at the exclusive WHIO Storm Center 7 forecast. We go to Kirsty Zontini. An air pollution advisory today and a heat advisory for Mercer and Auglaize counties this afternoon. Everyone, though, will be warm. We'll push to the low 90s, which is above normal. Lots of sunshine for your Saturday, but because of the humidity, it'll feel like we're anywhere from 95 to 100. Heading into tonight, mostly clear, muggy again as we drop to 73. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zontini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Thanks, Kirsty. Looking at a clear scan of the live Doppler 7 radar, the temperatures are not stopping their way up. It's 88 degrees in Urbana, 87 in Springfield, and 88 degrees in Dayton at 233. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm Damian Burrs on Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. Are you new to listening to WHIO? Let us bring you up to speed fast. We're Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. We provide weather and traffic every six minutes weekday mornings on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hanskin. When news breaks here in the Miami Valley, we break in around the clock. We provide Storm Center 7 updates throughout the day. And when we're monitoring the threat of severe weather in our area, we activate Storm Center coverage, updating the situation every 15 minutes or sooner and airing a special tone every 90 seconds to let you know. We're also the home of the Flyers, airing basketball games, football games, and coaches shows. You can listen to us on the AM dial at 1290, on the FM dial at 95.7, online at WHIO.com, in the WHIO app, and at home on an Amazon Echo. We have hundreds of reporters and are working around the clock to keep you safe and informed. We are AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. Welcome back to the show, and if you want to talk with us today, give us a call here at the studio at 457-1290, and we'd be more than glad to hear from you and talk with you about any related issues you might be concerned about. Um, before I tell you about some of the things going on down at the, um, the range, some of the um, sales we have going on for the 4th of July, I wanted to talk briefly about kind of the some things that are relative to the political ki- climate as, as kind of a spinoff to what I talked about last uh, last week. And you notice this week, um, um, the left has kind of focused on the immigration issue. Apparently today all around the country, there are demonstrations um, in the name of or for the cause of doing something to mitigate against the what they describe as the horrific and horrendous uh, ways in which these 2,000 or so kids have been separated from their parents around the country and the terrible uh, deplorable conditions in some of these facilities or the inability of people, 
and I don't know what their background is or what right they would to be able to get into some of these facilities to see the types of conditions. Um, the, what I want to mention is if you notice over the last several months, you've seen a shift in focus from one topic to the next, to the next, to the next, depending on what they throw up against the wall that sticks. And even though this issue isn't sticking a whole lot, it's got a lot of emotion, and that's what they live to kind of drive a lot of what they say. It has a lot of emotion, and people are using it to kind of tie into a number of other issues as they conduct these protest marches around the country. Um, the good thing, as I mentioned last week, you, you know these are kind of their last-ditch efforts. There are a lot of them, but there are a lot more of us. And we're becoming more vocal. We're becoming more aware. And I was so glad to see in reference to um, African-Americans, blacks around this country, this last week there are several noted, uh, noteworthy um, African-American men in particular and a couple of women who came out and said, wait a minute, enough is enough. Look at what's going on in the inner cities. Look at what you haven't done for the last 40 or 50 years. Look how situations have gotten worse. And you're going to redirect your focus to illegal people who don't even have a right to be here. And you're going to put your time, effort, and energy to that cause and turn a blind eye on us. And they've had enough. Well, it's obvious because they were listening to your show last week. That's one of the factors. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, I am so glad that uh, we, we have had some response. Um, I have uh, had regular interaction with Diamond and Silk and their webpage and some of the people I've talked with them back and forth over the last several months. Uh, they feed me a lot of the information that um, I, I don't normally have access to because I'm not big on the web. And they just, uh, obviously, that is something that drives their their whole uh, brand. And um, I'm grateful uh, for both of those young ladies um, African-American women who really have a, 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 a kind of their thumb on the pulse of what's going on around the country. And they have a, uh, and a they're willing to stand up that's and exactly say it right. too, because that's the thing. there's a, there's, let's just face it. That has not been uh, there. You've, you've had to be an exception in order to support conservative principles in the black community in a lot of cases. And there have been some fantastic exceptions. I mean, you know, you look at Herman Cain, for example, yeah. has, has been from, you know, for 30 or 40 years, has been making that case and has been making it powerfully. And he gets derided and he gets, he gets mocked and, and put down and called all kinds of uh, epithets for the, for the fact that he's standing up for those principles. But if you actually read the Constitution and you read what the principles were and you look at the it's not just the Constitution, but the discussion that went on about how to what what should we be as a country, uh, the Federalist Papers and the Anti-Federalist Papers and how those two groups came together to come to a ground that said we can do this, but we're going to do this and document in a Bill of Rights some things that you Federalists think couldn't possibly happen, so let's put it on paper just to make sure it can't. And now we look back and we see the wisdom of why Absolutely. that was so important. Oh, I, I just can't emphasize enough, Mark, and you kind of segued right into my next point when we talk about the separation of various branches of government. You, you don't want to say that. People might think we actually planned this well, stuff. Well, no, I, that was just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was awesome because um, I was going to talk about, you know, with the current uh, vacating of the, with um, Justice Kennedy stepping down, uh, saying he's going to retire July right. 31st. What, what really gets me, Mark, is that from the instant they heard it, they were more concerned with the political ideology than the real focus of where we need to kind of get things going. It is true that appellate courts and to a certain degree the Supreme Court in certain decisions around over the last several years, um, there's been a hint towards more of politicizing decisions than looking at the Constitution and interpreting the Constitution, the provisions of the Constitution. Well, if you look at if you look at the last dissent, the you know the one um, just drawing a blank now on the case, but it was you know one of the more it, it wasn't the last one, but it was one of the recent dissents where it was again a five four decision, but the dissent it um, it was the Trump travel ban. Oh yeah, it completely ignored the constitutional aspects and talked entirely about things that were not relevant and not within the scope of the jurisdiction of the Supreme Court, and that was all they focused on, and I see that as impeachable personally, but obviously I'm not the one who gets to make those decisions. Well, well, here again, Mark, when you look at Justice Kennedy, when he was appointed by uh, uh, President Reagan way back in the 
um, early 90s, I believe. Um, they thought it he was going to be 80s, a staunch. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it would have been the late 80s. He was a staunch. They thought he was going to be a staunch conservative, and he proved to be more to the middle. And he he rendered some uh, decisions or supported some decisions that I personally um, might have disagreed with. But one thing that I think about Justice Kennedy, as opposed to a few of the other justices relative to that dissenting opinion the other day, is he truly looked at the foundations of the right. Constitution and tried to, to dig deep to find out what the constitutional parameters were on the activity that was being uh, promoted one way or the other. Um, uh, as I mentioned last week, there was a decision that kind of people touted as going against law enforcement where they said it was a five to four decision where they said that um, the, the location data on cell phones is no longer retrievable without a warrant. Yeah, up to you this can't point, just make a phone call uh, to the up company. Up to this point, we were able to do that. And yeah. I was, when I was investigating criminal activity, that was one of the ways we were able to work some of the drug cases. We would get information relative to where individuals were at certain times in conjunction with certain activities that we suspected were going on. Well, now the court says you can't do that anymore. And the reasoning was that cell phones have become such a critical part of people's lives. And in the Fourth Amendment, when they talk about the right of the people to be secure in their persons, properties, and possessions, the cell phone now is such a critical part of that. Well, let me let me just and, and it's an analog for papers. Absolutely. And, and I mentioned here last week that it used to be people filed papers in a file cabinet, or they did this or that, and now they don't do that. They put everything right here. It's and either it's on their phone or it's in a data. Yeah, it's stored on a computer, and that's yeah. accessible from so their phone. Even though so. it's going to on its face, some people would say it's going to hinder law enforcement. I say no, because if you have probable cause and you can make that argument to a judge, then a neutral and detached judge can say, yes, you have, I have probable cause to believe based on the evidence that was presented to me that a crime was committed, that individual committed, and the, uh, the attaining of the cell phone location data is relevant to the overall investigation. It's not a bad thing. And, um, and it's not that and difficult. And I know, as I mentioned last week. If your week, case is strong. Yeah, some of my brother and sister officers for current and past would probably go on, how can you feel that way? Well, I kind of feel the same way about decisions that were rendered back in the 60s and 70s, which were some of the most, I guess you would call, prohibitive um, decisions, um, uh, Miranda and MAP versus Ohio, relative to activities in law enforcement and suspects. Uh, Miranda, for example, we have to give people, we have to read them their rights. They have the right to remain silent and they can get an attorney and to have one present during questioning. And you say, well, then they clam up and they say they want an attorney. That's right. But a, but a judge, a court decided that and we're bound by the rules. You may not like the rules, but those are the rules. And, and frankly, I don't. I think people should be the, do the due diligence, read the Constitution themselves, know what their rights are themselves, and not have to be informed by the police. But again, you know, it's become part of it's been part, become part of the American culture. It's uh, it's you know throughout any uh, any Hollywood television show or movie that includes an arrest, everybody's heard that thousands and thousands of times. Yeah. If nothing else, that does provide well, some education. And there is the the fact that you have those rights doesn't mean anything if you don't know about them and exercise them because well, nobody else will protect them but you. Mark Moore. I think even more relevant than that in, in your daughter and a couple of my older children might have had civics in school, but yeah. my younger children were not subjected to that. And except for the one daughter who's the second oldest, who's in law enforcement, who had to study that above and beyond high school, they're not being taught those core fundamental principles relative to the Constitution and our heritage yeah. in high school. Matter of fact, it's almost like in many cases they're moving against it. In some cases, they've said they're not going to teach it for some reason that has a undue impact on certain populations. Uh, I, I mean, it's we ridiculous. all need to know. It's absolutely ridiculous, but that's so core. That's why, what's the organization up in Michigan that's done a great, doing a great job online? Oh, you're talking um, about the Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College. They do a great job. Their constitution class, I have to say that when I first got into it, I was overwhelmed because they have numerous readings. And for those of you that know me, I'm not a big reader, and uh, but they also have videos. And I like that because <laughs> the videos are great supplements to the materials. And the way they explain things and the way that you can do it at a self-pace um, uh, you know, structure that you can answer questions for yourself and you don't have to sit in a class, then take a test. Um, it's an awesome, awesome thing. And I want to encourage people. I think it's Constitution 101. It's their basic class. It's free. Yeah, you're going to start getting some promotional information, but it's, man, worth it. it's worth it because it's a great foundation. What I think every American should, at least later in life, it's a great refresher. And for some people, it's going to be great initial information. And Dr. Larry Arn does a great job. I mean, his, his presentation style is very clear. It's not legally it is easy to follow. Um, it's targeted at people who want to learn. 
but don't have a whole lot of understanding to begin with, don't have a lot of big foundation, and so they need to get all of it. And he uses and he a whiteboard a and job. a chalkboard there instead of a PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> so it relates to me uh, real, real well. Now, he certainly, they certainly have utilized um, all technology and all mediums for presenting their, their topics, but they do a great job, and the bottom line is the substance of the message they give is so relevant to our everyday lives and so unknown to so many people. And it wasn't until I went back and actually read um, many of the supplemental readings that I was made aware of. You talk about the wisdom of those men back in the, the late 1700s. It was amazing that given the limited resources compared to what we have today, the, the, the forethought that they had to predict why it was important to establish um, our nation the way they did. It was it's just overwhelming. Those documents are available. They have uh, that entire set of documents that they use in that class are available from Hillsdale College in a single book. So you, d- if you don't have all of the different references or you don't want to have to go chase them all down, it's uh, I th- when I bought it, I think it was like thirty five dollars, which yeah. is you know fairly expensive. But it's a nice book. It's well printed. It's you know it has all of that information that you need for the class. It's like a textbook for that class. And frankly, if you can get a textbook for 35 bucks these days, you're just well, you got to And the other thing is, if people do nothing more than focus on the Constitution, the amendments to the Constitution, especially with what's going on around the country relative to the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth, Fifth, Sixth, and Eighth Amendments, the 14th Amendment due process, we talk a lot about due process, which is mentioned uh, explicitly or precisely in the Fifth Amendment and the 14th Amendment, and it's significant. Um, because the 14th Amendment due process clause made due process of the first 10 amendments applicable to the states. So we, we just have to understand that there's a relevancy and significance, and we have to know that because when we hear things reported, we don't want to always just look at the TV or look at the newspaper or online and say, what's that all about? Where'd that come from? It's, it's foundational, and we should have those foundational, that foundational knowledge. This coming Wednesday is Independence Day, and one of the documents not yet mentioned is the Declaration of Independence. And some of the things, the the tick list of things that they put in there as to the reasons why they were doing what they were doing, um, that if, if you don't understand that, understand those basic foundal, foundational principles of this country, it's going to be very difficult to make a reasoned and a rational decision about whether or not policy is appropriate for especially the federal government, but even state government to make. And one of my arguments has been far too often the the federal government has no business making any ruling in that area because it doesn't fit anywhere into the authority that was granted to them by the Constitution, which is the document that that describes the boundaries of the federal government. And if you don't have it within those boundaries, the federal government has no business passing any rules, doing any, taking any actions in those regards. And, and the things that are in that section, too many of them are being discounted or set aside. Well, and you know, Mark, right now, the argument over immigration, I mean, if people understand the, 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 the authority of the federal government, as, as in addition to limitations on the authority, I think things would become clearer. But there's certain things that our president, as the, 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 the ruler of this country, um, can do and should do in the benefit of us. And there's other things he has to leave to the states to make independent decisions. And I think this next week, we talk all the time about these holidays, people get together and they have cookouts. Since 4th of July is in the middle of the week, a challenge to the people, to our listeners. You're probably doing things this weekend, next weekend. If you're off work, you may be going to do some work around the house. Spend some time, read those documents, yep. read the Constitution. Um, uh, read the Declaration of Independence. It's not a long document. It will require you to maybe you know uh, go and search uh, the meaning of certain words or or the intentions of the the founders. But it's something you can do on a, on a great day when you don't have anything to do. The National Archives has a fantastic website about all of our founding documents uh, and lots of great reference material as well as transcripts of those documents. So you can actually go look at um, high resolution scans of the documents themselves. But then when you, if you want to read it, go in and, and look at the transcripts and read some of those things and read them in detail. All right, we're going to take our last break for the hour. If you'd like to join the show, call us at 457-1290. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi everyone, Pete Kasuga here to tell you about our annual 4th of July sale. Now, we're closed on the holiday because we want to have a picnic, too. But we'll have some great deals for you all week so you can spruce up your yard for your party. We have flats of annuals starting at $8.99, shrubs as low as $8.95, and fabulous hanging baskets as low as $6.95. We have lots of planters full of proven winter plants ready to take home and enjoy. No extra work needed. We still have a huge selection of shade trees and fruit trees, weeping cherries, and Japanese maples. And we have planters and pottery by the semi-load. If you need to finish your spring project, come on out to 1309 Brant Pike. But remember, we'll be closed on the 4th. At Symphony at Centerville, we're setting the standard for memory care in a community setting. Our focus is on quality of life, so you can enjoy each day your own way. At Symphony at Centerville, you choose your own apartment home and decorate it the way you want. From recreational opportunities to personal care services, it's all here. Being part of a community of care and support while being surrounded by friends is the best of all worlds. There's more to life here. For the best in memory care, call Symphony at Centerville, 999-2020. Due to increased business, Craftsman Home Improvements is currently seeking skilled installers to join their team. As one of the top kitchen and bath design build firms in Ohio, they need experienced, full turnkey contractors for steady year-round work. Qualified candidates must have tools, truck trailer, and insurance. Experience with finished carpentry, tile, plumbing, electric, and drywall is required. Current openings are in Kettering and Westchester, and plenty of work is available. Check them out at CraftsmanHome.com. That's CraftsmanHome.com. Hey there, it's me, your stomach, down here, you know, the one who can talk. Anyway, I was just at a yoga sesh with a few of the other stomachs, and mid-tree pose, everyone started talking about Subway's new savory rotisserie-style chicken Caesar signature wrap. It's a mouthful to say, I know, but with creamy Caesar dressing and double the rotisserie-style chicken, it's not the only thing that's full, if you know what I mean. It's me, I'm the one that's full, because <laughs> I'm a stomach. That's kind of what I do. Subway, make it what you want. Double meat based on average six-inch sub. Experience the new Landings of Huber Heights Assisted Living and Memory Care. Formerly Lane Park, the Landings of Huber Heights is proud to be one of the newest members of the Meridian Senior Living Family. We're conveniently located near the intersection of Chambersburg and Bell Fountain. We invite you to visit Landings of Huber Heights today. Call 937-236-1800. That's 236-1800. And humid this afternoon. Temperatures soaring into the low to mid 90s. We'll see our heat index range from 95 to 100. That's how hot it'll feel outside today. Sunshine and just a few fair weather clouds, a little breezy. Tonight, mostly clear, very muggy, dropping down to the 70s. Tomorrow, low 90s again, a little bit muggier. We do have the chance on Sunday for a few pop up showers or thunderstorms, so watch the late afternoon and evening. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95 7, WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic, and our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show, and we only have a few minutes left, so I want to just tell you about some things that are going on down to the rain, down the range right now. Uh, we have our 4th of July raffle. It's a progressive raffle. You can win one of three guns, a Ruger American 45, a Smith & Wesson M&P Shield with integrated uh, Crimson Trace laser, or a Springfield XD Mod 2. Um, a firearm. They're all in nine millimeter caliber, except for the um, Ruger American, which is in 45, obviously. Um, we, the progressive raffle is that we're only selling a hundred tickets of uh, our first 50. We just hit 50 today. We're drawing at 50, 75 and a hundred. So Mark drew the first, uh, ticket today and there'll be a lucky winner announced here later this afternoon or um, uh, tomorrow. Um, the next ticket will be drawn 175 tickets and then the last ticket is uh, when the, um, the 100 or the last gun will be awarded when the 100 uh, ticket is sold. Uh, we have um, uh, obviously the, the person who uh, was selected today will get first choice, 75 will get second choice and the person who gets uh, the 100 tickets sold will get uh, 
of the last uh, gun. So I want to hurry on down. Tickets are $10 a piece, only 100 sold. So even though there are only two guns remaining, your chances are very good. We also have some great uh, deals going on at the range. We are offering a Ruger pistol caliber carbine with a Ruger SR9 uh, handgun combo package for $925. That's a great deal. That pistol caliber carbine is probably the least expensive and one of the most uh, one of the funnest guns to shoot. Um, many of the pistol caliber carbines that are currently being used in the competitions are going to be between $1,000 and $2,000. You don't need to spend that much. This gun is an excellent shooter. We also have it in our Try It Before You Buy It program if you're thinking about buying it. If you just want to buy it alone, we'll also sell it alone for $500. So if you just want the pistol caliber carbine, come on down, try it out in our Try It Before You Buy It, and then you can buy one by itself for uh, um, $500. But if you want to get the package deal, it's a great deal at uh, $925. We also have a Sim Trainer exclusive Rock River Beyond the Basics uh, M4 AR rifle. Um, the Rock River Beyond the Basics gun is a, uh, a, a darn good uh, mid-level gun, has all everything that you need and then some. And we're adding to it a, a Sig Sauer Red Dot a Crimson Trace link system with a light and laser combination, a cleaning kit, a carry bag, two mags, and a sling for the unbelievably low price of $1,500 for everything out the door. Now keep in mind that the link and the SIG, uh, the, the link uh, light laser system uh, retails for about $400 and the SIG light retails for just under $500. So there's the nine, red dot. Nine, for the red dot, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's uh, $900 just in those accessories in addition to the gun, which retails for around $900. So we're selling the whole deal with all the accessories for uh, $1,500. And if you're interested in uh, see, checking it out, um, we have one uh, set up in the range. We can't shoot it because it's a new gun, but we can show you everything that it comes with so you can see exactly what you're getting. You could also go to our website at sim-trainer.com and look under the flyer tab, and you'll be able to take a peek at the, the guns that we have on sale. But at the very least, come on down. And um, in addition to those guns, we have the SIG P365 that people have wanted to try out for so long. Um, it's, it, it was real popular around the beginning of the year. And then after the recall, things kind of fell off, but people have had renewed interest. Um, I say if you're interested in uh, considering that gun, whether it's for carry or just to add to your uh, collection, come on down and try it. it it's a nice shooting gun. Um, I'm not going to say it is not, it's no better in my personal opinion, uh, professional opinion based on trying these guns than any of the other um, small caliber or small frame uh, semi-automatic pistols, but uh, it's certainly an option. And if you're a SIG person, um, it's kind of the, the newest addition to their line and it's uh, got um, mostly uh, positive reviews. So if you want to come down and shoot it, now would be the time to do it. I also want you to remember that we have the Smith & Wesson M&P EZ 380 Shield uh, that came out earlier in the year. Uh, that gun has a uh, lower resistance uh, slide for racking the slide, and it also has easy-to-load magazines. Um, it comes with a interesting backstrap um, safety similar to the XD uh, models, and it also comes with or without a thumb safety. Uh, so depending on the configuration that you're interested in, that might be something that somebody who has trouble racking the gun, loading ammunition, they could consider. But as we say so many times, just like picking a new car or a used car, you want to certainly try it before you buy it. So come on down to the range and try those out and see if it's something that uh, you're interested in. And we'd be more than glad to help you. We're open till uh, five today, and then we'll be open from one to five tomorrow. We will be open on Wednesday. Um, normally, we uh, on the holidays we have uh, varied hours, but we're going to run our league on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we'll be open for recreational shooting from twelve twelve to five, and then we'll call it uh, quits on uh, five o'clock. We yeah, will not normally keep our, normally open normally to eight till eight. We'll just we'll yeah we'll just close early. earlier because some of all of our staff are going to be going to family related activities that afternoon. Thanks very much for being part of our show. We've had a good time today. It's if, uh, if you've got information that you'd like to get from us or pass to us, go to our website at sim-trainer.com and click on the contact link. You can e email us anything in that you'd like or if you have a question. Uh, and we have received a few questions. We haven't been able to get to those yet on the air, but we'll do that. And uh, we'd, we'd be glad to have uh, that. We'd love to get that information from you and be glad to get it back to you. Thanks very much for being part of our show today. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.